Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey guys, just a reminder, there is Mama's Cozy Closet that has some merch on there for moms out there. So if you're interested in getting a cute sweatshirt, that kids again, getting a cute sweatshirt, um, a fanny pack or a mug, I got some goodies on there for you guys. All right, peace. Hey guys, welcome to Cozy Wing Podcast. My name is Shan. I am the mom of the girls. I have two girls, and um, this is my podcast about raising kids, um, better parenting, and just, you know, learning in the process and staying up to date on the knowledge. Um, This episode, I wanted to talk about my experience um, raising these two girls. They're very sensitive, and... um, I will say that I've I was raised by my mom primarily. And she was very patient. Um her feelings mm, I wanna say she was sensitive. I'll just say she's she was always super caring, still is very caring. Um my dad was always like very brash and um straightforward and blunt and didn't care about your feelings it's just what I said how I say it is and um that was his approach to mostly everything and anything and um it's hard for me it's hard for me to find patience it's hard for me to listen to my daughters go back and forth about petty little things because I'm still working on getting more patience. I have patience, but I don't have a lot. And when you have daughters, it requires you to have a lot of patience. They're very catty. They're very petty. 
I have one that's super girly that wants to wear a tutu every day of the week. Wants to sleep in her tutu. Um, loves to dance. Loves to sing. Um, very into princess and her dad is into this princess thing for her and I'm just like okay cool that could be your thing but over here I don't want to I don't want to push all the princess stuff because I'm I've I'm was never girly and I was never into Barbies and both of my daughters are into Barbies I had dolls but I had the same amount of dolls that I had stuffed animals and I would take my brother's transformers and play with all of them in the mix I would put my dolls and the Transformers on the train set. You know what I'm saying? I was incorporating what my brothers had and what I had. And being an only girl with four other boys before me and coming in and out of the house is kind of like... I didn't really care for being super, super girly because it was about survival. It was about um, not being teased. It was about... (sighs) getting through the phase of my brothers wanting to punch off my doll heads in the house and a mother who didn't believe in discipline. And that is the difference with me. I believe in discipline. I am a disciplinarian. I don't like to repeat myself. And uh, I have a six-year-old that wants to have the last say already. And me and her have a back and forth not because it's a discussion because it doesn't it shouldn't be a discussion because what I said is what it is and she's having a hard time accepting that and today it was just um like the fourth time where this happened where I'm texting and I'm watching something and I'm listening I'm actively listening to what I'm watching. And she's just sitting in here just talking about, have you ever seen a platypus in real life? I'm just like, no, Anya. Uh, Have you ever seen um, a um, miniature horse in real life? And I was like, no, Anya. What do they eat? How fast do they go? All the while I'm texting and I'm trying to watch something. And I'm just like, Anya, is it important? That is like my go-to question for Anya. Is it important? She's like, no. I'm just like, okay, can it wait for a second? And she comes with the next question. She comes with the next question. She comes with the next question. And it's not that she's asking questions that I don't want to answer. I'll go ahead and answer them. But you're asking me questions while I'm texting somebody, whilst I'm listening to people talk. So I'm just like, so I just, I did slightly yell at her. I said, Anya, stop. I can't listen to you answer your questions in text and listen to this. You have to, if it's not important, you have to wait for there to be no one talking for you to speak. You have to learn how to gauge a discussion. And she's struggling with that. And just by me telling her to stop talking, it hurt her feelings. It hurt her feelings to the point where she's bawling, crying as if, as if a ton of bricks fell on her. And I'm just looking at her like, girl, it's not that serious. There's no need for you to be crying like this. And, and she wears her heart on her sleeve 
and the second heart on her other sleeve to make sure it matches. And I'm having a hard time trying to find patience, trying to be um, the balanced amount of sensitive to her and, and, and these feelings that she has. And I know by growing up, um, it was hard for me to take constructive criticism from people because my mom still struggles with it. So people would come help me and I would cry because they're helping me. Not because they're doing something wrong, because they're helping me. People would tell me to stop doing something and I would cry because I don't want to be told not to do something. And you know who's like that? My three-year-old. My three-year-old hates correction. She hates, um, she whines instead of, say, instead of saying, I need help or I can't do it. She'll whine, she'll cry, she'll mope. She'll make faces. I don't know who taught her these faces, but she'll make faces. And I'm trying to get her out of the habit of whining for things because it's annoying. Like, when I needed help in the house, when I'm at home, it's a, it's a difference. When I'm in public, I'm going to be very shy. I'm going to try my best to do myself without asking for help. Usually, when I was in public as a child, people would offer their help and I would never ask. But when I'm at home, it's free game. This is like my pay my place this is where I feel the most comfortable so I didn't have any problem asking my mom for help I never cried to get help I would ask my mom for help I would ask my brother to do something and if I can ask one I would ask the other one you know what I'm saying or it would be automatically done for me and this crying to to get help I hate it this um constant back and forth of um yelling names Anya stop Ari gimme stop but that's mine Ari's hurting my feelings I cannot stand it and today I was in the car on my way to my friend's house and both of them were in the in the back seat in the in the car seat going back and forth I do not like screaming in my car while I'm driving. I do not like arguing in my car while I'm driving. I do not like my name called in the car when I'm driving unless it's important. And both of them do the name calling. And both of them have questions. And Ari will keep saying, Mom, 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 Mom. Anya's teasing me. Mom, Anya... Made me drop this. My, uh, my iPad. Her iPad. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let one of their iPads die. It's like Armageddon. It's like 10 funerals. And I'm just like, yo, I do not have the power to point at your iPad and be like, power please. If the iPad dies, it's because you keep using it to death. They hate when I put a timer on their apps, which I do, because they don't need to be on it all day. They hate when I tell them to turn off the iPad so it could charge, because it does charge faster if they turn it off. And they hate me telling them that they've had enough time on the iPad. And they hate me telling them that I'm not downloading another game. Like, when I go through their iPads, it's like 300 and something pictures every other day. 
And I'm just like, why are you taking pictures of nonsense? Ari will tell me straight up, let me see the picture before you delete it. Like, who are you? Who are you? What do you mean that you see the picture before I delete it? It's already gone. It's deleted. It's nonsense. You have 20-minute videos of you and your sister talking, walking away from the camera, talking over the camera. Your face is not in the camera, and you have it saved into this iPad. And then the iPad has the nerve to ask me, me, if I want to buy more space and gigs on the thing. No, I am not giving this child more space. More space to do what? So, I'm having a battle with raising these girls. And they're not even at preteen age yet. They're not even at teenager age yet. They're not even in their early 20s. And I don't know where I can purchase 2,000 tons of patients, but I need some, Okay. Do you know anybody selling patience for the low, okay? Because I don't know what I'm going to do. I yelled in the car today for them to stop it. Stop it until I felt my throat get red. Like, the point where I have to be louder than the music, I got to be louder than y'all, and I have to scream to the point where my throat gets red. Or to the point where I have to threaten to put both of you out the car on the side of the road. Because I'm not driving with you guys arguing back and forth. I hate hearing kids argue back and forth. One, because you have nothing to argue about. Two, because your life is not that stressful. And three, because I'm a whole adult out here. Virtual um, uh, training, quote-unquote, basically. I cannot work outside the household because you have to go to school. If I don't send you to school, they're going to come lock me up. There's not a second adult in my household. So I'm it. I'm it all the time. There are days where I don't want my name called and my name is called. There are days where I would like both of you to go to your dad's house and I can't have that happen. So for you to even feel like you have something to scream about to yell about, to argue about, is beyond me. Like, I I do not know what preteen is going to look like with these girls. I do not know what teen life is going to look like with these girls. But if I don't find some patience real quick, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for them. It's going to be rough for me. Because I'm not this this girliness. That is not that is not who I am. Okay, I have girly spurts. I have girly days. There are some days where I would like my nails to be three colors. There are some days where I want both of my toes and my hands to be the same color. And there are days where I don't care what my nails look like. Okay, there are days where I'll go ahead and shave. There are are days where I'm just like, what am I shaving for? And, and and for the past two and a half months, I've probably worn adult clothing that's presentable probably about five times. Because I'm always with them. 
Monday I'm with them, Tuesday I'm with them, Wednesday I'm with them, Thursday I'm with them, Friday I'm with them, Saturday I'm with them, Sunday I'm with them. Guess what happens on Monday? I'm with them. It's t-shirts, um, <laughs> leggings or, 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 or workout clothes, Crocs. And if it ain't Crocs, it's rain boots. And if it ain't rain boots, it might be um, my Adidas sneakers. Like, like some days I might want to do my hair. Some days I don't want to see it. Some days I might wear a hat. Some days I won't. Some days I might put on lip gloss. Some days I won't. Especially now that we got to wear masks. It's kind of like, who is really worried about what their face looks like? All I got to worry about is that I got these eyebrows done and I look like I'm a human being. My nails are clean. My ears are clean. My face is clean. I'm always washing my hands so my hands is not as moist as they usually are. Sanitizer is in the car. I'm pumping gas. That's like that's like my main time of having adult interaction. I'm pumping gas. Or I'm at the grocery store passing other adults. Or I'm paying at the register. That's if I don't go to self-checkout. And if I do go to self-checkout, I probably still won't have adult interaction because I don't need help. Like, the patience that I need. You think um, kids divorcing their parents is a thing. How about parents divorcing their kids is a thing. Or, um, I need a break. Okay, and you would think, oh, yes, you do have um, you must have like some friends that could give you a break. Mm. I do, but it has to be like on their free time that they can do that. And I'm I am used to it being more often, but because of the way that their life is set up, it cannot be that often. So I go without a lot of help. On many days and many weeks. Like, both of them should be going to camp, but one of them can't go to camp right now because she has virtual school and they want me to pay $500 extra a month for her to go there and sit with her laptop, and I'm not doing it. Okay? So, my six year old's home. The other one, I would love for her to be around other kids. Um, so the other one could focus on her work, but if one of them has to be on the computer at 7.30 a.m. in the morning and the other one needs to be around kids at, at, at school, daycare, camp, whatever you want to call it, that means I would have to get up around 6 a.m., get both of them dressed and ready, get myself dressed and ready, put both of them in the car, take one to camp, hurry back home so she can log in on time because she, if she doesn't log in on time, it's, it's, it's not counted, okay? Or she's tardy, and then, I, and then it looks bad on me because the child is tardy. Then I would have to make sure my child doesn't stay at this camp a certain amount of hours and then as soon as Anya's done with her school, which she can't even do on her laptop because the laptop webcam is messed up and the school district doesn't have enough laptops to go ahead and give her a new one. 
So now I have to download Zoom on her iPad so she can have the teaching and interaction with her teacher. I have to go on my own laptop to go ahead on Google Classroom to go ahead and see her assignments because the school website has her iPad blocked from seeing the school website, which is weird, but okay. It's just it's just a lot on me, okay? And thank God that at least I have one semi-balanced, slightly equal-ish type of parent with Ari's dad because he does have his own house. He does work. He can get in his car and come pick her up. He can get in his car and drop her off. You know what I'm saying? Um, he does pay his child support. Um, but even that relationship is just kind of, I don't know what this is, but it's going smooth for right now. So we'll just go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? And then Anya's dad is just very like, oh, I just felt like checking in today. I'm going to check in today. And, oh, I want to FaceTime her. I'm going to FaceTime her. It's not nothing where I could be like, hey, can you physically drive here and spend X amount of days with Anya? Because she really wants to be around you and she's feeling jealous that Arya gets to spend X, Y, and Z day with her dad and she doesn't have that. And these are Anya's words. Anya told me that Arya is just at her dad's house living her best life with her own room, her own toys, walking around the house, um, enjoying her dad. And I'm here with you and I can't be at my dad's house. You can't be at your dad's house because your dad acts as though he's half boy, half male. I'm not even going to say man because there's a process that you have to get to that half boy, half male. Okay? And I cannot trust, I cannot respect or see your father doing things on a level where a sane, responsible parent would do it. So it's kind of like... I don't want to disrespect and be like, oh, your dad's not really a parent. But the equivalent to parenting that her dad needs to be, he's not there yet. So I do feel I do feel bad that Anya doesn't get to have that own one-on-one time and relationship with her dad like she should. And I do feel bad that technically Anya was around Ari's dad first and they did have a close relationship like a father and daughter since Anya was three months and then it's kind of like here comes Ari and she scooted out the mix so I understand why she feels a way but I can't physically tell Arya's dad hey take Anya too you know that has to be something he wants to do he's not obligated to do it um, personally, I wouldn't have an issue with him doing so, but there's a lot of moving parts that have to be done with that. Um, and I just feel like that has to be organic. I can't force that. I don't want to force that. 
I don't want him to force something if if they're not there yet. And I don't know, it's just weird, but it's a lot to have girly girls, sensitive kids, sensitive daughters who get their feelings hurt by how brash I can be sometimes, how exhausted I can be sometimes, how, um, like, dang, y'all still here? I can be sometimes, but it's just a lot. It's a lot to um, be woken up because you're on your child's time. It's a lot to have two different personalities in the house and you're a Gemini and you're in the house too. So it's kind of like four people live here when there's really only three people living here. And um, it's just super frustrating for me some days. Some days I wing it. Some days I'm really great at it. Some days I feel super prepared. Some days I'm just like, I need a sign from God that I'm moving in the right direction. Because the mental capacity that needs to be there in order to raise girls in a way where they're not scarred when they get older because of what I did is hard. Because I can't be a woman that I'm not. I can't be a personality that I'm not. I can't fake the funk for them because I think this is what I'm supposed to be because I'm a mom. I have to be who I am. And the reality is, is that they need to be able to take someone saying, hey, you're interrupting me. I'm watching something or I'm listening to something. Give me a minute. They need to be able to take correction. Because if I don't correct them, somebody else is going to correct them. And I don't need them to be acting buku crazy. They need to be able to give me space. Like, Anya will come out and deliver them all the time and be like, why do you want to be out here by yourself? And I will straight tell her, because I'm always with y'all. Like, I want to be by myself. I just want to sit out here with my iPad and watch TV with you. I said, I don't want your company. Like, I would like you to go in your room with your sister and go on your iPad and make all the noise you want. But I don't want to hear your iPad. I don't want you sitting out here with me watching this because it's not a child's show. And I just need my space. Even if I go in my room, I'm questioning about why I'm in my room. I'm questioning about why I want to sit and read a book in my bed. It's being a mother, being a parent is super invasive. It's super invasive. It's these little people that's partially little used. That feel like they're obligated to have answers come out of your mouth as to what you got going on. And some days I don't know where my patience is going to come from with that. Because sometimes I'd be really wanting to just get the Vaseline and take it outside and be like, what's up? What's up? Like, why can't I have my own space? What you want to do? <laughs> but I mean I love my kids I love them it's, it's not that oh I wish I wasn't like no I would never regret being a mother or being their mom it's just like the reality is a lot of women and I know I'm not alone a lot of mothers need a break I need a break this is 
a lot. Okay? And a lot of people will say to me, Chantal, you're a great mother, which I appreciate. Okay? A lot of people would say to me, Chantal, you make it look easy. And I don't know how to not make it look easy, but I know that it is no child's fault why they're here, okay? And it is not a fault that a child is here either. But I think it's my job, my position, my duty to go ahead and make sure that however pleasant I can make their lives, I do that. However, I can go ahead and do something that's for the betterment of them, I do that. So if it comes off as if I make it look easy, it's not easy. If it comes off as though I have it all figured out, I don't. If it comes off as though I have buku help and I shouldn't want for anything, I do. Okay? Um, like, I don't know what kind of, of, uh, time or, or lifestyle this is right now, but I don't like it. It's very unsure. It's very different day to day. It's very like, don't count on it, but be optimistic and, I'm just going to have to work on me while I'm working on them. And that's what it is. You think a marriage is a partnership? You think a marriage is constant building and constant learning? Try being a mother to two daughters who are super sensitive and you're not. Try being a mother to daughters who feel like You should always talk to them in a soft, sweet tone. Whether they do good, bad, ugly things, petty things, wrong things. Whether you have to talk to them for the sixth time on why they went into their dresser drawer and they have all the drawers open in the room. Whether you have to talk to them for the fifth time about packing up their stuff so you're not stepping on it. Why I have to keep telling them to get the magnets that I purchased out of my bank account off of the floor in the kitchen when they should be on the refrigerator as if I play with them. It's hard. It's a lot of work. So even men, even men who are in the home but work a lot to provide for the home, which is appreciated, okay? Even that comes with its cons sometimes, when you have a mother that's trying to take care of home, it's still exhausting because, yes, you do have a partner to help financially to come home and kind of, like, give you a semi-break. But imagine a mother that does not have anybody that's coming home to give a break. You're constantly on until they fall asleep. And then that's you time. And then you find yourself in your living room watching documentaries at 11.53 p.m. My eyes are burning, but I feel as though I could be spending this time doing something for myself. So I'm up. 
All I'm saying is, God, please, whatever you do, whatever you have me pouring into these kids, allow it to pay off. Please, allow it to pay off. Because I thought I was stressing myself out um, in high school. I thought I was stressing myself out in college, working three jobs and sometimes sleeping at the airport and waking up at five o'clock just to hop on the new the first train so I could go to the Gap and do um, product placement and then be at my first class at nine o'clock down the street and be there for about six seven hours and then go home and take a nap. I thought that was stressful. No, this 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 is stressful. <laughs> like this has to be one of the biggest challenges for me because what I do will affect them for the rest of their lives. What I don't do will affect them for the rest of their lives. And what I don't want them to have is a complex about women who can speak to them directly or people who can be direct with them about them being annoying, them doing something incorrectly, or them just being better individuals by being more aware. And one thing that's different about me and my mother is I'm direct and my mother is indirect. My mother would ignore you in a household because she doesn't want to be accountable for something. She would... um dismiss you wanting to have a conversation with her. She would turn into a whole mute because you're talking to her about something she needs to improve. (sighs) She would write you a whole letter with you being in the same house about something you need to physically talk about, not your mouth. I'm not like that. If I need to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you directly. If we need to do it at a different time, we could do it at a different time, but it's going to be soon. If I don't like something, I'm going to tell you I don't like something. If I think there's something that you can do better, I'm going to tell you, you can do this better. And I'm not going to accept it until you do it better. And I'm not changing that for nobody. I'm not changing that for my kids. I'm not changing that for the people I want in my life. I'm not changing that for people I love. I'm not changing that for people I work with. Okay, it's about being better adults. And sometimes about being better adults means you have to be direct and you have to teach your kids how to take direction. Okay, so y'all pray for me and my patience. But raising daughters that are super sensitive. (sighs) I think dads really get like a save on that because... They're like a girl's like go to save me, daddy, save me. And they want to save them because it's part of them and it's their daughter. And you can't be like men up because they're not men. And um, for me, it's kind of like, girl, when I was your age, I wasn't crying over that. Girl, when I was playing with these things, I could care less. And I didn't have technology like this as a kid. So it's different. And I'm just praying for my patients. And I'm talking to myself before I speak to them. 
and um, always reflecting on if I was them and I said this, how would I feel? And that's what raising daughters is, is always reflecting because they are reflections of you, but they are not you. Okay? (laughs) Oh my God, pray for me. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.